Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. It's time to spill the tea. This show started out as a mini-series in March of 2020. It was a way of gathering our divine sisterhood together during the pandemic, and it's still going strong. If you're new here, welcome. Nearly every week, Molly McKinley and I get together to sip tea, do some breath work, recite affirmations, lead meditation moments, and have a conversation about what we're reading, seeing, or doing. All with a focus on keeping a balance of divine feminine and masculine energies at our table. Most of the time, it's the two of us. Sometimes we have a fellow soul-centered author or entrepreneur join us. Take a moment now to pour your favorite beverage, pop in your earbuds, and snuggle into your coziest spot. Or head outdoors for a walk if you prefer. And then get ready to listen in on this hour of togetherness. (laughs) Hello world, happy Tuesday, it's time to spill the tea. Oh my goodness. Hi Molly, how are you? I am good. A little bit allergic, but good, you know, mm, forgive mm. the sneezing. I'm sure it'll happen. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Lizzie's been a little sneezy too. So maybe you two will like do a little harmony. <laughs> yes, so uh, okay. So we've got a couple cards to talk about today, the storm and St. Bridget. Um, we don't quite know how they're going to intersect. We don't actually We'll, we'll find like, out. It'll be really interesting. Uh, and I'm excited to do some breathing Yes, and yeah. then to talk about, um, I can't wait to show you my, my new mug from Mossy Creek pottery down in Oregon. Oh, I've been trying to sneak in the green room. I was sneak sipping so that you can see the mug. Oh, that is so funny. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, don't notice her. Don't notice her. I didn't have my glasses on. So I, I wasn't paying attention. So. <laughs> okay. Every time I look away to write, you're, you're taking, I know it's exactly what I was doing. You were like looking out the window. I'm like, <laughs> I know that's so funny. Yeah. Cause I'm always looking out the window. Um, okay. Um, so tonight or today, you know, whatever, I just want to, for the focus on the breath, just um, really, um, do body breathing. So we're just connecting, um, and pulling that air. So like when we're inhaling, like just imagining, like, like even visualizing that breath coming in through the nose, like really filling the container of our bodies. Right. So like pulling and, and pressing the air into fingertips, pulling and pressing the air, like down the spine, like down the legs into the toes and attaching a visualization of light so that we're really like imagining that we're cleansing and we're clearing, Mm. um, you know, and, and part of this, you know, of Bridget's essence is fire. She's a fire um, goddess. And so imagining, you know, really using that breath, attaching that light or that flame light, and really burning away um, that which we don't need, right? So, and then exhaling, releasing it. And we'll do three full breaths that way. So inhaling, like light burning away, exhaling, releasing. Love it. Oh my gosh. It's just fun watching you talk about it and your hands going up and down and the excitement (laughs) about the light. Like I'm already excited. We haven't even taken a breath yet. <laughs> I hope I don't disappoint you then. Oh, okay. Never. Finding that nice, comfortable seat. Just connecting to our breath, an easy breath to begin. 
starting to feel the air entering the nose and leaving the nose. And then when we feel these shifts in the body and the bones, as we start to bring that level of awareness and tension to this breath. And then let's begin the, the clearing breath. So breathing in through the nose, pulling and pressing that beautiful light into all corners of our being. And then exhale, releasing, exhaling through that mouth, pressing it away. In full breath, completely pulling in, clearing and pressing into all corners of the being, body. And then exhale, releasing and ringing, which doesn't serve. Last breath, inhaling together. Pressing, pushing into all corners of our being. And then exhaling, releasing to the nose, the mouth. <sighs> yeah, and I mean, sometimes just adding that layer of visual um, connection, right? Like seeing a flame or seeing white light or sometimes that pink healing light, the crystalline light. Um, whatever that is, is just a very sort of beautiful way of just telling, you know, you can even add a mantra or, uh, to that, like, you know, I am, every cell is clear and bright, you know, in our intentionalities boxes that we do, we have little mantra cards. Yes. And, um, you know, it's, crazy powerful how that stuff can you know work together so absolutely well and the the last ritual moon ritual that I did I created a I, I think I shared it with you I'm pretty sure I did I think you we were sharing them back and forth and so I wrote yours down in my journal as well I'm like oh from Molly with a little heart around it but this idea of I'm walking into the healthiest wealthiest most joyful version of myself I have ever seen everything I desire is on its way to me because everything I desire is within me. Mm. And, and I've been using that one a lot lately. Mm. And it's so interesting. I don't, I need to look this up because I saw gold when I, I saw a gold light, like gold shimmery light. Oh. And the, um, the last two dreams I've had, I've cut myself in my dreams and gold liquid comes out. It's not red blood. It's gold. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm like, I need to look that up. I'm writing it down right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what does gold blood mean? God, I, I was I like, it was, it's very like sci-fi ish. Um, well, that's or very goddess. Lynn yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> well, Let's look it up after the show. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I know, right? Um, so speaking of goddess, are you ready? Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> oh man, that is awesome sauce. Okay. Isn't this just the best? Wow, that is very, very fun. Oh my gosh. I saw this mug and I was just like, how can you not smile? It's a goddess series. So um, some of them are the faces like this. Oh my gosh. Yes. And others are, are like the goddess body, but I am really tactile and I don't like unfired pottery. Hmm. That, that kind of like gritty sandy feeling. Uh -huh. yeah. I can't do it. And yeah. so I'm really hoping that the artist 
um, create some of the, the goddess bodies with, that are fired. Because <laughs> I really, really wanted one of those, but I was like, I won't use it. It would just sit there. Um, I'm drinking a heart chakra tea. And it says, my little Buddha tea-ism is, you are beautiful just the way you are. Aww, I'm the goddess that. head. Okay, that is very fun. And I love it. <laughs> I'm sticking, I'm sipping a detox green tea today and my Enid mug once again from our breakfast company, just because this is a robust size and I want a lot of it. So uh, yes. And your hand is on the chandelier. You gotta show the chandelier. the chandelier. I love the chandelier. Yeah. What's funny about it is, um, it's been cold here. And so like, it's sort of activating my either a cold, I actually have a little cold or allergies. I'm not sure which, but, um, so like I am kind of in like nurture mode, turtlenecks and fires and candle going and hot tea. Um, yeah, that's kind of where my head is right now. That's yummy. Okay. So I am very excited to find the red threads between St. Bridget and the storm. So let's, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the storm. Yes. Okay. Oh, so cool. The lightning, you know, the, the, the chaos, you know, what else do we see here? It reminds me of like watching uh, sci-fi and then when they have like a nebula in the, in the galaxy, right? Yes. It's like firing all those different colors and well, that's what I was getting that vision of when you were talking about your gold blood. I was like, Ooh, you're from another, you're a star child from another. Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) I'll take it. Very star Trekish. Okay. The storm, the (laughs) chaos, the whirlwind, the disorder, possessing an energy, much like the tarot's tower card, the storm undoes all that is. Everything that was solid, known, and relied upon is stripped away by the winds of fate. The ground becomes the sky, the sky becomes the center, and then the center disappears. The storm is a great equalizer. No matter how far we've come on the path, no matter our age, wealth, or wisdom, we can't hide from its savage winds. Their disturbing howls stir anxiety and make it impossible to see and think straight. You must wait it out. If you try to fight the storm, you will lose. A better option is to seek temporary shelter and a reliable friend. Mm -hmm. When all else fails, go within. There, for a moment, you settle into the eye of the storm. Mm -hmm. So when light, meaningful obliteration and annihilation, and when dark, meaningless disorder and dysfunction. Hmm. I love it. She talks about... um if you want to take it even deeper, the tornado scene in the wizard of Oz, like that exactly. is what I was thinking of when you were reading this, I was thinking about that, like that chaos of, of everything kind of whirling around and, and the crazy neighbor lady on her bike that turns into the wicked witch. And like, just the, the chaoticness that a storm can bring. It's beautiful. If you feel safe. Yeah. Well, and then it says here, the storm's intention is to rebalance your equilibrium. It is a result of precarious conditions, not the cause of them. Mm. So that goes back to that mantra, you know, that um, I believe in wholeheartedly that I used when I was walking through my shadow work is that, you know, things don't happen to me. They happen for me, Mm. you know, embracing that. 
you know, things aren't happening to me. They're happening for me. Yes. That deep, profound trust that the universe has your back, you know? Well, if we, if we connect it to your word of the year, surrender. Yeah. uh, What's interesting is on, on the, the, the Deborah side of the page. Yes. yes. (laughs) It's between um, I think a little skull and a cyclone. <laughs> which yes is very and yes <laughs> yes and yes uh it says the storm lays bare the truth that there are forces larger than you this understanding is a relief but also a predicament of power that requires your surrender <laughs> and the the connection between surrender and trust is fascinating to me Right. The, the trust of like, I see people like falling into someone else's arms, you know, like they're falling backwards. I'm like, Mm. (laughs) like, "Hmm." and also, you know, like you're tying it to your word of sovereignty, right. Is, you know, this beautiful idea that what's things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. Right. As you have the destruction of a storm yes knowing that you're being prepared for you know that's the the transmutation happening yeah and i think that you know the the more we get connected to our words i mean even in some of the the like group meetings we've been in in the last few months i feel like the word surrender comes up a lot i feel like the word sovereignty comes up a lot um where we've got one group of of humans we get together with and i swear every time we're talking to them it's about birds and trees i'm like what the heck yeah and you know last week in when we were on the, the coast in oregon it was gorgeous every day it was different weather which was awesome but out into the left of our little condo, there is a, you know, a huge sea rock, just like this big, beautiful rock that has, I, I'm guessing it like rose up from the ocean floor in the 1700s when they had this massive like 9.8 earthquake there. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's this huge rock and it's like bird island. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's many kinds of birds. I mean, I think they're all gulls in some way, shape or form, but they're seagulls and, and brown gulls. And um, there were these little ones that looked like little penguins. They were like black and white and they had a little, uh, but the way they danced around together, the way that they kind of almost created a, a cyclone. I mean, literally they were, they would fly around flying, flying, flying. And just with our big, their cause is making this, this chaos, this cacophony of bird cause. It was unbelievable, but it was like these little bird storms. And, and Andrew and I would stop whatever we were doing, r- run out to the deck to watch because it happened every single day. Hmm. This wild storm of birds. Yeah, it was wild. It was beautiful. It was wild. And um, I think that, you know, connecting it to this, the idea of it, the storm is the equalizer. I love that, that no matter what, is, what does it say? No matter how far we've come on the path, no matter our age, wealth, or wisdom, 
we can't hide from savage winds. Like, yeah. wow. Well, and that's, I always think of that too. Like when it comes to like the, the house of glass or, or cards that, you know, we humans who, you know, as builders too, right. And entrepreneurs and people who, you know, we construct our lives with intention. All it takes is a hurricane, right. And it's gone. Mm. And I live in hurricane world, right. In North Carolina. And it doesn't matter if you are the neighbor with the shanty or the neighbor with the multi-million dollar plus, you know, superplex, right. A storm is going to take you out. There's just, there's something really, really profound about that. You know, Mm. it's that, that great connection between between us, Mm. you know, and I was thinking that connection back to Bridget, which, you know, is interesting because we were like, where, where, how does this connect to Bridget? is, you know, Bridget is a smith, you know, blacksmith. She forges things. She forges ideas. You know, she uses the transformation of, um, of heat, mm. right? She's a fire goddess. Um, so that's, that's an interesting connection, right? Yes. Well, and, and St. Bridget, um, who I, I'm, I'm believing, I, I'm t- maybe telling myself a little bit of a story here, but this is how they made her palatable as the Christian um, movement started happening, right? That they could still keep her alive and well. Uh, it's She's called Our Lady of Exalted Light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there is supposedly like a, a human, an actual Bridget. Yes. There, yes. Right? And yes. Yes. Just the fact that we have Bridget and then Saint Bridget. Yes. That just reeks of certain things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's talk about who, who she is. So Saint Bridget represents the elevated state of knowing that we have everything we could ever need. Bridget was born in Ireland in 453. So 453. Oh my gosh. The daughter of an enslaved picked woman named Broca. Bridget's name comes from the Celtic Briganti, meaning high or exalted. Mm-hmm. It is said that the moment the king witnessed Bridget's generosity, he knew that she was holy and set her free. Bridget ser- shares the name of the Celtic goddess Bridget and took on many of the same attributes. St. Bridget's feast day is on Imbolc, the first day of February, which is also the day that the goddess, goddess Bridget is honored. Around 480, St. Bridget founded a monastery at Kildare on the site of the shrine to the goddess Bridget. I mean, this gives me goosebumps reading this. Gives me goosebumps reading it. Um, Around 480, St. Bridget founded a monastery at Kildare on the site of the shrine to the goddess Bridget. There were priestesses who tended to the goddess's eternal flame and received spiritual instruction in honoring the goddess. St. Bridget is accredited with organizing a a communal and consecrated form of religious life for women on that same sacred ground. Tradition says that St. Bridget died on Imbolc in 525. She had a female companion named Dar Lugdok. Lugdok? Lugdok. I, I, I not speak Gaelic, so I don't know. Yes, what, what I Dar. Think. I got Dar. Yeah. <laughs> Female companion Dar, wink. Um, she, who became her successor as the abbess of Kildare. Dar also died on Imbolc a year later, which St. Bridget had predicted. 
The Abbey at Kildare that St. Bridget founded became a center of religion and learning and developed into a cathedral city. It remains famous and revered today. St. Bridget lived in alignment with the highest, most exalted aspect of her being. She was born a slave and yet relates that she gave away anything she possibly could to help those in need. Her generosity was an indication of the tremendous inner wealth she received from her connection to spirit. Her message to us is to reconnect to that inner fire, that eternal flame that feeds us more than anything external to us ever could. Read poetry or whatever feels like sacred scripture to your soul. Let your soul voice surface through some uncensored automatic writing or let your soul guide your body through movement. Your answers right now are in releasing any attachments to personal possessions, clearing space, uncluttering your home, giving away what you don't need or someone needs more than you do so that you have the sacred space to remember just how much you have when your soul is loud and ever present within you. The soul voice meditation she leaves with us today. The question is, what can I clear out of my space that no longer resonates with me? And the intention is I will give endlessly because the light is without end. My soul is all I need. I love that. So a beautiful little, um, so there's a book called Tending Bridget's Flame. Um, and it, there really are to this day, women who tend Bridget's flame so that, um, they basically go to the monastery in Kildare, Ireland, which there is an eternal burning flame and mm. they light their candles. And from those lighted candles, they light candles around the world. Um, and so like becoming a flame keeper is actually something that people can do. Um, and, um, it's, it's cool. So like for me, like when I light my candles, every time I light a candle, I, I say the words, I like this flame in Bridget's name. I love that. Yeah. Well, and, and Bridget is, um, her card was the eternal flame, right? So it's the eternal flame and the, the, I give endlessly because the light within me is without end. And so, um, what I'm feeling like the connection here, right, is we're talking about the storm and about this, um, this chaos and this feeling of, you know, kind of maybe being tossed about inside a tornado, but we have this light that guides us through, right? Yeah, that's it's never ending, right? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, mm. Mm. you know, I love that. Well, and they both say, um, they both say go within. Yeah. Did you notice that when all yeah. else fails, go within. And I mean, when I first heard Bridget's story, like even the fact that she's code word lesbian with her female companion, you know, code word, <laughs> not a thespian, a lesbian, but like, you know, <laughs> not while I'm drinking. Um, you know, it's just one of those moments for me where I just, and you know, like, again, I'm like, these, that, this is my pantheon, you know, I'm Celtic, it's a lesbian goddess, you know, like she is a, she forges ideas, you know, like this, like, this was like, where I was like, ah, I found it. Right. Yes. Yes. You know, <laughs> it was like, I just like vibrating with with that essence, um, the first time I, I heard these words, which probably was 
five or six years ago now at this point, um, you know, and had just gobbled up every book I could read about her. You know, Kildare Ireland is at the very top of my bucket list. We were just talking about it in the green room where the flights are cheap, you know, so I'm like, do I go for my birthday? You know, will you come along? You know, let's do it. <laughs> um, so it's one of those things with these goddesses and, and these, these cards. And so, you know, where you, you see pieces mm. of our own stories yeah. within each of these cards, right? A connection to whatever it is that um, is going on in our own life. You know, the, the idea of storms and spring and decluttering. Mm. Connecting that to the the season of just um, you know how important that spring is you know like to to weed the gardens you know to clear out so that we can make room for the growth you know um, there's- I love it I was like I was waiting for your garden <laughs> story. I knew it was going to come out. I'm like, am I getting predictable? No, no. But it was just like, I could feel it. Like I could feel it was growing as you were, as you were talking. It was like, there it is. Yes. Well, we've had like doozies of storms here in North Carolina too. Like, like really big storms, um, you know, and it's actually so much. In fact, like on mother's day on Sunday, you know, I had planned to be outside all day long doing the mulch and getting things together and it was cold and it was rainy and it was lightning and I did nothing you're like I think not yeah I'm like I did nothing you know um so it's just one of those things that you know I don't know it's I love it intriguing I, I, I love the, what, what I'm loving about this whole journey, if we start when we, you know, started talking about these two cards and not knowing where they were going to connect and how every time there's this like, oh there it is. Uh, this, these two go so beautifully. And the fact that this Sunday, um, it's actually Saturday for our friends who are blessed to be in Hawaii. However, you know, like, I don't know, 12, 15 or something in the morning to three fifteen by over by you is the full blood moon. Mm-hmm. And it's the, um, it's a lunar eclipse, mm-hmm. which always has weird energy. <laughs> like, and everything that I'm reading about it is about this idea of the, the, the fire, the shift, the change, the transformation uh, it's also in that sassy sign we all know as Scorpio <laughs> and Scorpio's two signs, as we've talked about uh, oodles of times as the scorpion, of course, duh, but also the Phoenix, mm-hmm. right? And there again, there's that fire, the, the, the rising from the ashes. And I feel like they're all connecting in here. Like it's it all. Is. Well, and another thing that's really cool about the Scorpio um, sign, obviously that's what I am. So I <laughs> very tuned into it is like the primary uh, art part, part, a part of the primary archetype of Scorpio is this idea of transformation mm. and regeneration, like kind of in a constant state of transformation, you know? And I mean, I always, I think of like, uh, you know, my ex-husband was like, he's like, I don't know who you're going to be today, you know? Um, because 
you know, but I'm like, I reserve the right to change my mind based on new information and learnings, right? Like that to me is growth. Yeah. Whereas some people would say, you know, oh no, you've changed your mind from last year. You know, you know, I'm like, well, of course I've changed my mind. I had new information, right? So yes, yeah, um, you know that. But for some people, like that's a very hard concept to grasp, you know, um, and it makes, you know, I, I think he's saying it in a way that, you know, is implying that I'm flake, flaky, you know, and I, I take it as a way of, you know, implying that I'm growing. Yeah. You're enlightened every well, day. You're more enlightened than the day before. You know, I think you just tapped into something uh, about politics that I've never really been able to put my finger on it. But I've, I've had people in my life say, you'd be great in politics, Mm. Uh, like, you know, um, building consensus, building community, you know, bringing people together, doing all those things. I mean, you need those skills in politics, Mm -hmm. but I like to learn and grow Mm -hmm. and I do change my mind. And Mm -hmm. I, what I can't stand in any one of their, their campaigns is like showing what this person said this in 1985. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. How could you possibly hold somebody to something they said it, you know, 40 years ago? Yes. And I just, I hate that, that whole, like, but you said, I mean, now if they said it last week, that's one thing, you know, I mean, if they're walking around like a racist pig three days ago, it's probably not changed a whole lot, but I would hope in 30 years there could be some shift, but I think that's, that is it. It's the people dredging up things that you said back then and holding you to what you've said in the past that I don't dig about politics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's it. Right. We're readers. We're bookworms. Why would, why would we want to stay the same? I mean, part of the passion behind reading and pulling cards and learning about archetypes is to expand the mind and to learn something new and have that like, Oh my gosh, this is my new thing. Um, okay. I'm going to, before we meditate out, I want to tell this really quick story. So, um, in the executive recruiting side of what I do with the 11, one of the, one of the questions we ask our candidates is what was the last thing you learned from someone else? Mm, Beautiful. And what I find so fascinating, some people know immediately, like they're just like, Oh my gosh, I learned that the sky is blue because, or I learned that plants are this or whatever. I mean, they just have something right at the top and and it's so joyful watching those people share Mm -hmm. what they've learned. And then there are other people who cannot recall the last thing they learned from someone else. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and I think that there, there is a correlation between around curiosity and being a leader. Mm. Um, cause mm, I would say a hundred percent, maybe 98% of the people who have that right at the tip of their tongue was the last thing you learned from someone else. They move forward in the process. Mm. There's, there's something that that curiosity is woven into everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And, and so I think that, um, there's beauty in embracing a changing mind and a, and a shifting opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, even like in like the educational system, right. It's like, do you have a, a fixed mindset or do you have a, um, you know, an adaptive mindset? Yeah. You yeah. know, 
it's it's even it even like kind of butts into that idea but you know unfortunately yeah, yeah. open and closed why would you want closed i don't understand that <laughs> well i guess it's a little less threatening right because it's things are predictable when you when you've got it like this is how it works this is the side of the bread that the the, the peanut butter goes on and this is the side that the jelly goes on yes <laughs> shift it shift don't it. mess with how i make my sandwich <laughs> yeah i know right unless you're one of those crazy people who buy like the goober stuff where it's in together and then you're just yeah no judgment <laughs> all right nope. Let's meditate out since we're trying to keep this tight so that um, the last uh, couple of times we've been like two hours and people are like cooking dinner for hours. Like I ha- I can't finish because you guys talked. <laughs> it felt like two hours last time, but it was 57 minutes. Oh, really? And I made the whole pot of tea. <laughs> I love at the end where you're like, it's Deborah's fault. Yes. Oh my God. I'm like, like oh, I'll take just it. Just bring one cup. Yes. So, so I brought one cup, but I made it huge. Okay. That's funny. And that is, yes, I love it. Okay. Let's let's find our comfortable seat, rooting through the sitting bones, reaching through the crown, starting to find that steady, even breath. I am breathing in. I am breathing out. Feeling the shifts in the body. Feeling the weight of the body in the chair. If you're standing, the weight of the body in the feet. Bring the space to that mind screen, the space between the brow, Ajna Chakra. And dialing into the lesson, the intention from St. Bridget today. Just ask yourself, what do I need to get rid of? What no longer serves my highest and best? And allow your intuition or guides or whatever, you know, to create a mental image of or answer to that question. What no longer serves? Bring your awareness back to your nose, breathing in, breathing out. Offer a moment of gratitude and open the eyes. <sighs> so these are those things like, again, like we are going to in the, in, you know, start to do more audio guided tours that are a little bit longer, a little bit more in depth. These are like little snippets, like little tastes and teas, teasers, like a little snackable but (laughs) they're like Marilyn Monroe meditation (laughs) well and it's what's really nice about it is like just starting to trust your instincts and you know like nothing comes into my mind screen or I'm getting really weird images or I'm imagining my dinner or you know what really the exercise behind the exercise yeah is becoming the observer Mm. what happens in the mind screen Mm. so good Right. And not being, not feeling shame because it's not what you are asking us is not happening. Yeah. You're an observer. That is, you are on the path. If you become the witness. Mm. Can I get a witness? 
Mm, that reminds me of Untethered Soul. I feel like I'm ready for another go around with that audiobook. I feel like I've gone through some storms. I'm ready for it. Yeah, well, I um I have five credits now because I haven't been walking. <laughs> so five credits. That's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Remember there was a time when we were like, I have to wait another whole week before I get another credit. I know. Well, I, there were a few times where I was like, I'm just going to send her one. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a new one called I, It Didn't Start With You. Oh, okay. That's really, really. Um, I listened to it a couple years, th- maybe three years ago. Okay. Um, but I wasn't ready for it. I think now I'm ready for it. Um, so that's it's so far, it's been really good. Okay. I'm going to put it on my little. Um... And it's kind of fun, just the name. Didn't start yeah. with you. I'm still finishing the tree singer. Um, oh my gosh, isn't that so fun? Yeah, it really is. So beautiful. Okay, well, I love it, and uh, I have it in my queue now. It didn't start with you, so bada boom, a bada bing. All right, you want to pull out your magical cards? Choose a card yeah. for. Shall we? Week. Um, <laughs> I of course watched all the Star Wars movies last week. Oh, you did? Yes, I yes. love that. That's super nerdy, and I love it. Yes, every year it used to it used to be able to get you know four, five, and six all in on Star Wars Day, but now, man, it takes a week. Yeah, well, and I'm kind of excited because you know NAR is in Orlando, um, so. We are on a journey of destruction of which no longer serves. We are going to the oh underworld. Gosh. All right. Okay. This is not underworld. It's not Kali. <laughs> not that's Kali, not Persephone. No, this is. Oh. Ma, the joy permeated mother. I am my own guru. Oh my gosh. Well, I think we have another uh, like place to visit and someone to help us through. <laughs> okay. Well, the plot thickens and we'll discover the red thread next in our next session. Yeah. She is just, what a beautiful card. Okay. <laughs> Squirrel. All right. <laughs> Thank you everyone for hanging out with us. We love, we love hanging out with you in the chat. We love when you share, uh, you know, you hop in after you listen to the podcast and send us what you loved, what you want to hear more of. We love, 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 love that. We're hoping that you're all getting some soaking in the spring rays outside. Don't forget to take pictures of your beautiful, beautiful space. Until next week, have a good one. Love you, everyone. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a sacred space to learn and laugh together and to reset our mindsets for the week ahead. We do hope that you enjoyed hearing our thoughts and stories about our favorite people, products, and initiatives, positively serving humanity and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Want to connect with us? Head on over to those show notes and click on the links. Let's all confidently step into tomorrow, intentionally leading with divine love, gratitude, and faith. Psst. Hey, if you like the show, 
We'd love for you to click those stars and leave us a review. And don't keep us a secret. Share us with a friend. We love expanding the circle. Thanks. Thanks.